We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Should we just redo our entire intro? Yes. Okay. There's been a lot happening. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. right. One, two, three. Welcome Welcome to to the the holy hour. hour. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta start. What did I say? The holy hour. Welcome to the holy hour. (laughs) The. Okay. We are thou. It has been a long day. Today feels fucking weird. (laughs) It is weird. It's weird. Okay. Okay. Welcome to, to the, the Holy, Holy Hour. Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. And this is our third time trying to do our intro. <laughs> it's just been a little chaotic over here. We've had a long weekend trying yeah. to remember that we have to do real people shit tomorrow. Fuck. But I've enjoyed the long weekend. Me too. I've really needed it. Me too. This has actually felt Especially like a long weekend. After taking Friday off and oh, having yeah, Monday off, right. I was... Oh God. I feel rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. I feel excited mm-hmm. about life. Yes. Um, less depressed. That also might be the microdosing. That's amazing. I love that. So yes, let's I'll start continue. In microdosing. Yeah, and microdosing. Shmushrooms. 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 We talk about like people coming in our mouths and we're like, mushrooms. We're selective about what we we censor on this show. I've definitely already said that I'm going to microdose mushrooms, but now I'm officially doing it. Um, I'm so excited for you. And I smoked a shitload of weed this weekend. I I love that journey for you. Yeah. Mr. Liz was out of town and I was like, all right, it's going to be Liz time. I've been talking to my therapist about how I like feel so I've been feeling so drained for so long that I I was just like I I would rather like do shit like this and mm-hmm. like hang out with my boyfriend than do other things that yep. are like self-care related so then they feel like a chore when I do them mm-hmm. and then she was like how can you start making time for yourself every week and I was like <laughs> yeah I don't know and she's like 
we're going to, we're going to figure this out. (laughs) We need to get to the bottom of that. But having these four days to myself have been really nice, but we did go out on Friday. Me and Liz hit the town because the city opened back up. I was, I was a little nervous that I was like, not going to be able to handle the anxiety of being around a lot of people. Cause I already, that already like being around too many people stresses me out. Yeah, that's fair. It, it just flips on my flight or fight or flight yeah. of like, I'm like, okay, if shit goes down, where am I going to leave? Yeah. <laughs> What's the, the nearest exit? Where will I hide? Mm-hmm. Big anxiety thing. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of people there on Friday. And I, I actually felt great. Like me too. The vibe was, everyone was excited to be out. It was so fun. Um, while we were waiting in line for this place, um, <laughs> there, I was like, oh, maybe I'm not. I like, I, when we left, I was like, we had a few drinks and I was like, maybe I'm a little too drunk for this right now. Like, I don't know. I was worried I was sloppy. And then we got out and the people were fucked Wrecked. up. They had been drinking like they were going to war. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they were about to get a limb sawed off. When we were there, I, I realized how many people must have been there that turned 21 during the pandemic. So mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody was like a lot of people were going like super balls to the wall for that reason. Yeah. Too. We went out in Capitol Hill. And for those of you who are familiar with Capitol Hill in Seattle, it is where the youth goes out. Um, it constantly smells like vomit and oh my God, vodka cranberry. So ba- yes. We, I always feel like someone's mom when I'm on Capitol Hill. I'm like, I feel like a cop here, but, um, Liz finally got to meet music, man. I did. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know all about music, man. And Liz hadn't met him until Friday. Yeah. And so she did. And how did it feel? How was it? Meeting I, him? Was it, what you expected it was like him meeting to be? a celebrity. <laughs> Cause I, I was like, incessantly. yep. I thought that he was going to turn my water into wine and he didn't. And that's why I'm disappointed. That's maybe on hangout number two. He'll show you. He can walk on water <laughs> yeah. and um, build some cabinets. I don't know. Jesus was a carpenter. <laughs> He's very cool, but he was busy because he was like working. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I do want to talk about, we met two guys in line. Mm-hmm. They were like, Hey, can we like stand in line with you? And we're like, sure, whatever. Um, and then, well, they were like, if we buy you a drink inside, can we cut the line with oh, you? Oh, I didn't hear that part. Uh, oh, that's right. I like walked over to them cause they were like, kind of like calling us over. They were like, Hey, so cause the line was like around the block. This place was nuts. Mm-hmm. They were like, if we buy you a drink inside, can we cut the line with you? And I was like, fuck yeah. Not really expecting them to actually Free buy drink. a drink. I don't really care if they cut us in line. Yeah, you know? Oh, like, that makes, I did not hear them at all because once we got in, I was like, let's go to this bar and get a double. Yeah. The, we the lost line them. looks yeah the line looks short yeah and it was yeah and then we went inside and then eventually we found them again and they did buy us a drink but also they were like oh how old are you guys and then i said 29 amelia said 28 and they were like you look great for your age <laughs> and then amelia's like rolling with the punches she's like well it's bad talks yeah. and then i was like well also like that's like not very old. And then they were like, actually, you're right. That is not very old. I need to get better at having a reaction like you have. Cause I was like, yeah, I better look good for my age. Cause I pay so much money for Botox. I was like, like, Amelia, yeah, that's not. We look good for young. our age. Cause we're young. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. You're supposed to be like falling apart at 28 and 29. I don't, no. I so don't know. Anymore. And then, um, we met some other guys while we were like in front of the, the gas station. We got some water. We got a couple bottles of water when we were, leaving um and 
one guy was talking to me while you were inside and I was waiting outside with my hot dog for you. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, he was just like, so like, you know, do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, yeah, I do. And then he was like, what about your friend? And then I was like, no, she doesn't. (laughs) And then you and his friend had come out kind of around the same time. And, um, the first guy was like, well, now that I know that you have a boyfriend, um, I'll start like talking to you like a, like a real human. That is the most disgusting thing. And I was like, Oh, so you don't like see women as humans until they have a boyfriend. And he was like, fuck that came out wrong. And I was like, yes, it did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Police that. And then his friend was really drunk and, uh, he was like being an asshole. I can't even remember specifically what he said. And I was like, um, I was like, does this work for you? Like, do you get a lot of girls when you act like this? And he was like, no, actually not at all. And I was like, you could try being like a little bit more respectful. <laughs> and then after that, he dropped his like good negging act. And I was telling, good. I was telling Mr. Liz, I was like, these guys tried to like neg us. And then, well, and they also said we looked great for our age. And I was like, it's Ew. not old. That's not How old. How old are they? I don't remember. I remember like they were like, that they were 25 and 24. Ugh. And I was like, what do you think that 30 year olds look like? Cause they look like you. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then, um, Everybody- they were like, it is old. And I'm like, it's not old at all. And when you get here, you will realize that. <laughs> I can't tell the difference between a 22 year old guy and a 30 year old guy. Honestly. No, no, I, there, there is like, um, a range of, I think that everyone who is like age 20 to 38, could be any age at all mm-hmm. and if i'm being realistic uh some of these filters make people look even older yeah that's so true i'm Fuck. like i don't even know well, how 16 year olds are out here looking 30 because of these filters mm-hmm. it hurts it hurts 16 year olds are looking older than well me. and then there's like older women are like catfishing people to make themselves look younger and appeal to like pedophiles uh-huh Anyways, these guys that sorry, I'm now backtracking the guys that got that we let in line in front of us that we ended up losing before they could buy us drinks. They found us later and was like, we owe you guys drinks. And we were like, oh, okay, yeah, you do. We went up to get a drink with them. They bought it and then they just left us alone. It was beautiful. I've never had to. I've I've, every single time anyone's bought me a drink. I've had to be the one that's like, peace. It was such a nice transactional experience. It wasn't like these kings. They weren't being like creepy. They weren't creepy in line either. No, they were really, really nice. They were really cool. Um, Yeah. Just making conversation. Oh, the one guy who's like, (laughs) we're like, where'd you guys go to school? And he's like, I went to Duke. And we're like, oh, little little college called Duke. I don't know if you've heard of it. (laughs) And then he was like, all right, all right. (laughs) They both went to Duke. They they were good sports about us. They were. I'm sure that they were. Teasing them. Yeah. (laughs) They were very nice. If anybody is now listening to the podcast that um, I forced on you on I'm Friday. I'm told everyone that we were a, a very famous podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we have a very lucrative podcast. It's called Manifesting. It, thank you. <laughs> it was so, it was uppity. I was like, yeah, we have, we have a podcast. We do it full time. I lied out of my ass so much on Friday because I haven't had the opportunity to lie to so Why many not? people before. Yeah. Like I, it's been so long. People since, you'll never see again. Right. They're never going to check. And it wasn't even like it harmful lies, but like I've been meeting people online for so long. They can check what I do. 
in this bar. I told I told somebody that I ski every weekend. <laughs> I haven't skied since I was like seven. Oh my god, I ski every weekend, so I'm gonna be so hungover tomorrow on the mountain. Yeah, it's gonna suck on the mountain. It was the guy with the long hair that kept flipping us off. Oh, I loved him. He was actually. Great. I, I forgot about my phone. I forgot about him until you just reminded me. He was me. a fun guy, but he, he was. was he was a ski bum, and oh. he was like, "Do you ski or snowboard?" And I was like, "God, I, yes, I ski all the time. Almost every weekend that the mountains open, I ski." And he was like, "Fuck yeah, are you going? Are you going soon?" I was like, "Every weekend, dude. I never miss a weekend." I was like, "Please don't <laughs> ask me any technical questions. I do not know anything. <laughs> I refuse to ski." You could have just hit me up, and then I've been like, "Oh, Crystal was shit last weekend." <laughs> Oh my god, Sandy! These little nuggets of info about something it's that I'm because planning I just on lying about. Eavesdrop on Mr. Liz and his roommate, yes. like deciding when they're gonna go skiing, and uh, I'm subjected to all of the secondhand information. So next That's time you, you want to lie for. about skiing, I'll hit you up. Like summer skiing in Mount Hood is. Oh my god! I met a guy this weekend on Saturday that was visiting from Philadelphia that was just skiing in Mount Hood. I did not know that Mount Hood was in Oregon. Wait, really? Yeah. I'm not even from the Pacific Northwest, and I knew that. <laughs> I had no fucking idea. But I don't know I, why I, I would know that. I don't know if I wouldn't know that if I wasn't dating someone who... Skis. Yeah. I always thought Mount Hood was in Washington. And so I was like, oh, is that why you're in Washington? And he was like, well, Mount Hood is in Oregon. <laughs> like, okay, but you are here, so why are you here? Yeah, right. I was able to recover, but I was like, God, you fucking dumbass. Thank God I didn't tell him that I ski. I need to, if I'm going to lie about something, I need to t- pick something I have like, at least <laughs> peripheral knowledge about. I think it's hilarious that you don't. I know nothing. Why girl, did I choose to lie about that? A girl in my sorority, uh, she, I just remember like, she was like, I just like love lying when I go out to the bars. It's and harmless. then I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, I don't know. Like, I told someone last night that I played the guitar. <laughs> she's like, never touched a guitar. <laughs> she just that. make up shit. I love that. And it is really fun to lie at the bar. It is. Like, why not? I'm sure we're going to get some messages like, it's not cool to be insincere. It it's depends like, on what the lie is. See- right. It's not like you're met, saying something that's going to hurt anyone. I met a random guy at the bar. This is when I was like, I don't know, 21, 22. Um, and we told everyone we were engaged. Oh my God. Yes. We made up a whole story about how we met. Cute. Um, it was sometimes my my toilet just makes noise. (laughs) What if you guys ended up getting married? That would be a really cute, I know that you won't obviously, but wouldn't that be cute if that was like the beginning of a love story? That would have been fun. Yeah. Me and your, me and your dad met at a bar. We we hung out one more time and he was kind of strange. Yeah, the majority of them are. Yeah. <laughs> of men. The majority of men, men. are strange. Uh, our Patreon is bustling now, which we're like pretty excited yeah. about. 17 is a lot. It yeah. feels like a lot. I think it's a lot. It feels good. Yeah. Um. So, yep, tier one, tier two, tier three. Tier three is the one that has, um, will get you access to a Q&A with us. It's not, it doesn't need to be a Q&A though. You could just like go in and chat. Um. We wanted to do that because we love talking to y'all and it takes us a while to return your DMs a lot of the time. I feel like a lot of y'all don't know that we're reading them until we like read your message on the podcast. <laughs> we're just so busy. So, yeah. um, any, but w- with that, if you want to support us doing this full time, <laughs> honestly, I will you say, subscribe to our Patreon. like I'm more likely to see a DM if they DM me on my 
regular Instagram. Okay, that's good to know. That's not the case for me. No, yeah, don't DM Amelia because she has more than 600 unread DMs. I'm so tired. Um, Someone yelled at me the other week for that. Oh, yeah. That was rude. That was stupid. That's also so... That was so Stan. Like, that Eminem song. Mm-hmm. Like, relax. Also, that's, like, some really embarrassing behavior of, like, I can't believe that you, like, are too busy. Yeah, wow. Like, and your fame no is going to fizzle out. I'm like, first of all... You're a micro-influencer. You're a micro-influencer. Do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, like... I am the micro-influencer of Seattle fucking relax <laughs> like do not i am that fame fizzling out is a very strong statement Two, <laughs> i blocked her from looking at all my stories as like a timeout because i know she'll <laughs> notice because her friend follows me too so now she gets none of my stories <laughs> good if you're listening you florida ass bitch i'll drive down there and fight you you've burned bridges with this micro influencer yeah. in seattle <laughs> Anyways, fucking f- no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I am sorry. I, I feel like I do feel like when people are get angry about shit like that, there's like more going on beneath the surface. If you're I listening, I genuinely hope you're okay. I sincerely think that she's probably Florida trash, and that's my hot take, and I'll stand by that. This is this is why we're good together on the pod because mm-hmm. we balance each other out. Yeah, I love this. Yeah. I need more of you. You can be positive, and I'll tell her she's being a fucking bitch. That video of me pretending to be you and you pretending to be me when I was pretending to be you I felt powerful I told Mr. Liz that's the slowest I've ever heard you talk (laughs) is when you were pretending to be me (laughs) that's so true um but anyway so uh, our the link to our patreon oh sorry yeah oh yeah okay I was gonna go back to circle back to the patreon cute we're so like we're on the same page our cycles are synced up our brain cycles (laughs) (laughs) Amelia doesn't get a period I don't get a period so it's our brain cycles (laughs) um our patreon link is in our link tree which is in our bios of all of our social medias at the holy hour on tiktok instagram and twitter you can also email us just to do a little chit chat um holyhourpodcast at gmail.com uh, also, rate, rate and subscribe yes. so we can get some uh, sponsors mm-hmm. and buy some better equipment. <laughs> yeah. Our equipment is doing it for now. It sounds good now that that person helped you. Now that the person the told stuff. me how to use the equipment that we found. But it would be nice to like have... So I'm moving soon. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to have a dedicated studio space mm-hmm. that I whatever we have set up doesn't move too. Um, if we wanted to record there ever, switch up the scene a little bit because be nice. like you have to do so much legwork to set this up every time. There would be no no one meowing unless I get a kidder. Ooh, I would be. A fan I've been of kidder that. shopping. <laughs> um, and it would be nice if we just had like better equipment. Mm-hmm. I I like our equipment, but it would be nice if we just had if I could afford some better technology yeah, well, <laughs> for editing. Yeah. Yes. That's another thing. Cause God. ideally I'll start editing the audio and the video all at once. That would be phenomenal. Because I would like to do that. And editing just the get it all over with. I'm really happy you're doing it. <laughs> I'm like, oh it's God. fun. I like doing it, but like the issues that we've been having, if you subscribe to us on Patreon tier two or tier three, you'll see it last the video two weeks ago now, um that this episode's coming out it was two weeks ago 
We switched between Liz's camera, my computer, and my camera in that episode because we were having so many tech problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we really want to be able to put out the best stuff for y'all, but we um, have expenses. Living is expensive. Um, so be- we're hoping that the Patreon being helps alive us with that. Being alive is exhausting and expensive. Exactly. Ugh. Also, Liz and I showed up wearing the same shirt today. Yeah. We're both wearing our merch. Cause we're, um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to start wearing our merch to the gym. Hell yeah. I've I don't been know. doing all my cameo videos in this show. I think I'm going to lie and be like, I, it's a podcast I listen to. I love it. Yeah. The person on the back, like kind of looks like, except me, like, if it's, it's like the, the instructor I, I typically see, he knows about the podcast. I want to meet him. I want you guys to meet too. But like not at the gym mm. because it's like not going to happen. <laughs> And I, and I really appreciate... He said you could come for free. I appreciate that so much. If you're listening, love that journey for me. It's probably not going to happen. I cannot exercise next to Liz. I she has been exercising. No. no, listen, I know you're saying no. I get winded. I It takes me like 15 minutes to recover walking up your steps here. I need yeah. I need to... No, don't yeah me. You're in so much better shape than me. No. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> I would say... I will say I have more like strength now. Mm-hmm. But I hate cardio, Fuck and cardio. that's why I make myself walk to and from the gym is because really I know smart. that is the only way I'll get there. That's how I used to do um, – I would go to my trainer. I would walk because I was the same way. I was doing strength training, and he would always make me run on the treadmill before doing strength. And I was like, no, I'm Rude. just going to walk to the gym. Thanks. Um, I did a boudoir shoot today. Oh. Yeah. Okay. This photographer that follows me on TikTok reached out. Her name's Lindsay Clausen. She's the fucking best she reached out and she was like hey i live in seattle too like just let me know if you ever want to like do a shoot and i was like uh hell yeah yeah. fucking shoot are you kidding i always do my own (laughs) underwear shoots um we're adding a fifth tier on top of our uh foot pick tier and this is amelia's boudoir tier it is five thousand dollars five thousand dollars you get a nip slip it was really cool she had me in this like um she provided the wardrobe she got it from um shein so it was like, oh, nice. Yeah. It was really, well, also me, cool that she provided the wardrobe. I know. I was like, what do you want me to wear? She's like, oh, no, I got it. Just like, you your play sizes. dress up? Hell yeah. Yeah. So she, it was um, two uh, lingerie sets. And the first one was just like, it's kind of like t shirt material and it was white. And she had me like spray down the front so you could see it was like a wet t shirt contest kind of moment. It was, and it was like a spa bathtub theme. Because her parents just got a new place and their bathroom is goals. It was like one of those bathtubs that's like not a part of the ground. I want to be there for the conversation where she's like, hey, can I use your bathroom for boudoir shoots? Well, so she's she's taken like people in her family's boudoir photos. So she's like, they're all in super. I met her parents. They were so nice. I met her boyfriend. Like she was just the sweetest. She's doing my friend's wedding in a few months which I didn't realize until I was like looking up her photos. I was like, is she who she says she is? Cause like she could easily be like a 65 year old man. Yeah. Um, and she was who she said she was like, she makes sure phenomenal. not going to murder me, but I'm really excited. She's going to send me previews tomorrow. I'm really, really I want to see you. Yeah, send send them, them to me. I'll send you them. It was really cool. It's very empowering. I was just like, fuck it. Um, Free the nipple. What is her handle that people can follow her at? It is. Let me get this right. Her handle is L Clausen photo, L C L A W S O N photo. All one word. She's great. If you want to go through who I'm following, I'm obviously following her. She also does weddings and she's fantastic. Oh my God. So fun. And she's not paying me to say that. She's actually like, it was such an empowering day. Like it was just so fun. It was really quick. It was 45 mm-hmm. minutes. Oh wow. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. I Maybe I'll do recommend. it next. Yeah. Hit her up folks. Let's 
dive in. Talk about. That's actually a good because she does weddings. Yeah. And we're talking about marriage is what brings us here today. Um, I think we should also make the distinction that like marriage and weddings are two totally Totally different different things. Yeah. And we can talk a little bit about both Mm because in general, um, you know, two unmarried women uh sharing their opinions on two things they have no experience on which Mm -hmm. is what the world wants you know everybody loves hearing (laughs) two people speaking about something they don't know about yeah but we have a lot of married friends and i when i knew that we were going to be talking about this i talked to my parents about it liz and i both have parents that are still together which feels like a, a rarity these days um and at dinner tonight i asked my parents about their marriage. Liz put out a um, bat signal to people for what they wish that they knew before getting married or what surprised them mm-hmm. just about being married. Just um, any, like, what's something you wish you knew before getting married or, like, your best advice mm-hmm. um, and any wedding drama because I fucking love hearing about wedding drama. Love a good wedding drama. <laughs> I love just, like, judging and listening <laughs> and knowing what's what the tea is what what good is wedding drama for if not being able to laugh about it later i also well like wedding drama like i i hate it but i love hearing about it Mm -hmm. because like i feel like all of my friends who have gotten married have had some sort of like wedding drama with like family Mm -hmm. because family um often sucks Mm -hmm. (laughs) i love my family um i don't think they would ever cause any problems yeah, neither at mine. a wedding we're for lucky me. for that. yeah <laughs> but like just like reading things on reddit or hearing like my friends stories i'm just like how can other people make your special day about themselves what the fuck is that mm-hmm. yeah it i don't know so yeah. i love being <laughs> pious and like oh, fuck that person they're they're so stupid <laughs> you know what sucks about those people is everybody knows like Whenever I hear anyone's caused a problem at a wedding, it's always the person that's like, yeah, we figured she would cause problems. It's like you kind of, there's that personality type that always causes trouble at shit that they shouldn't. Like, and then there's always like boomers are always complaining about like the food or something. And I'm like, okay, Patricia, then bring your own fucking meal. Weddings are so goddamn expensive. Yes. If anybody complains at a wedding, that's why so many people just go to the courthouse because they don't want to deal with like their family and their friends' opinions on the shit that they're spending so much money for, for them. Yes. Because weddings are for the guests, really. And then, and then and then, like, their family, like, wants to invite people you've never met. Mm-hmm. You're like, who the fuck is that? And you're like, they're like, it's my childhood best friend's aunt. Did Obviously, you- she saw your baby pictures one time. <laughs> yeah, and it was really important for her to be there. Yeah, she's going to be upset if she's not invited. <laughs> like, who the hell is- my mom brought me as her, like, plus one to, like, her friend's daughter's wedding. And I just was like, I, I don't know. I was 23. I was like not paying attention to anything about weddings. And then now as like a 29 year old, I'm like, that costs money for them. <laughs> Why the f- yeah. I've never met them. No, I know. I've that's, never met this person and I'm at their wedding. That's every time people are like, oh yeah, well I got a plus one, but I think I'm going to bring my best friend. It's like, n- just because you have a plus one doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you, you should, should use, use it. it. No, it's like a nice thing that they gave you a plus one. It's not like they just like have an extra suit. That's like oh one God, more mouth yeah. to feed. Oh, my, um, I was recently a maid of honor in uh, one of my best friend's wedding. And um, at that point, I was dating, like, Mr. Liz, but I had zero expectation they were going to give me a plus one. Also because there was a pandemic. 
(laughs) Reason number one. Uh But also, like, that's expensive for them. And Mm -hmm. I had only been dating him for a short while. Just because I'm the maid of honor doesn't mean I feel like I should be entitled to a plus one or some shit. I don't know. And then I was like, my number one thing, I was like, if you need me to fight someone, I will fight them. (laughs) But that was also like the busiest month of my life. It, well, that was a crazy, what was that, With November? Work. Yeah. That was a crazy month for you. Mm-hmm. I remember like at the beginning of November, we were talking about it. And I was like, you were going to feel so fucking good when you get to the end of this month because <sighs> it was something like, you had like 10 things every weekend. Yeah. And, and then, then it, work was crazy. It escalated to the point where I, my anxiety got so out of hand that I took two weeks off for my mental health. And wow. uh, that's when I got prescribed SSRIs. Um, had a l- nice little uh, breakup mm-hmm. <laughs> for 16 hours. So good. That's it the was longest a, 16 hours God, of your life. <laughs> that whole month was yeah. just that was a shitty a disaster. Month. That was a October, November was, was rough. It was really rough. That was right before I got on. I mean, when did I start? I started SSRIs in October. Yeah. We're so synced up with yeah. like our mental health And shit. then once you were doing, so, you seemed just like so much lighter and happier. And I was like, I want that. Yeah. I feel like I, um, if Prozac was a pyramid scheme, nobody would be surprised. Because I've been like peddling Prozac. <laughs> like, it didn't work as well for me, guys. So don't listen. Yeah. It's don't. Everybody was peddling Everyone's Lexapro different. to me, and Lexapro was the worst for me. And so, mental health drugs are so different, person to person. Mm-hmm. But I am such a huge believer. Could be like in, me and just do illegal yeah. <laughs> shit. If I think if you feel like I don't know if it'll ever really. I mean, for a lot of people, I'm sure it does feel like right to get on SSRIs. For me, I was like, this is. A, I'm so I'm so fucking scared about, and it's it's changed my. I'm so happy that I did. I think SSRIs might become a seasonal thing for me. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um. Anyways, back to marriage. Everyone's different. Marriage and weddings. Marriage and weddings. Um. I'll tell you what I talked to my parents about today. Oh, yeah. It's okay, just a yes. Short, a you short start. little thing. So my parents, they call themselves recycled. They're both remarried. Um, they've been married before, and now they're married to each other. And Precious. I, I asked them. They met when they been, were, so they've been through it all. They have. They have. I asked my parents what they wished that they knew before getting married at the dinner table. And my dad said, um, I wish somebody told me that the second would be better than the first. And then he started crying. Oh my God. He started puddling up. Your dad up. is so precious. He's the greatest. My mom was like, oh. <laughs> he was just like, oh no, it's just because the food is spicy. His eyes are well. Your parents are so sweet. <laughs> They're so funny. Um, my dad said he was surprised how often he didn't, he didn't know um, how often you had to change your sheets until he married my mom. Um, it was stuff like that. And then my mom said that she wished that she knew about my dad's family before they got married because, um, his family, they're so, they're so funny. They're so different from my mom's side of the family. Um, my grandma, granny Inga, bless her soul. She, um, was she didn't want the kids so my dad's british she didn't want the kids to have an american accent so she was pretty (laughs) bummed out about that Um, and my dad didn't really tell my mom anything until they were already married and they were on their way to they were driving in england to his mom's house to meet the family and he was like oh by the way when you meet my brother don't touch him 
because he doesn't like being touched. You can put out your hand. He might take it. He might not. And my mom is Italian. So she's like trying to like hug everybody. Yeah. Um. So that was like a little bit. You I, know, was thinking, I was like, I'm pretty sure your mom hugged me the second I walked in your door. Yep. She absolutely <laughs> did. She absolutely did. Every time I bring you up, my my dad's like, tell her that we say hi. Tell her that she needs to come over. I, like, I thought it was so funny when you're, you had told me your dad was like, uh, Liz never comes by anymore. And at that point, I'd only been at your house once. One time. <laughs> no. My God. Tell Liz we miss her. They feel like they know you because they listen. They feel, oh, they feel like they know you better. Oh, I feel like I know them through you. Because I, I talk about you incessantly to them and I talk about them incessantly to you. I'm consistent. I'm, gonna, I'm a consistent bitch. I have a lot of parasocial relationships with your friends. <laughs> I feel the same way about your friends. Good. Meeting Anna was like, this is not the first time I'm meeting Anna. No. And it was. That's yeah. beautiful. Also, did Bo Burnham make parasocial a thing no. recently? But everybody is talking about parasocial. Like, I've been hearing that word so much more. And Mr. Liz is the first person I heard talk about it. Like, as soon as we were talking about the podcast, like, as soon as he learned about the podcast, he taught me about parasocial relationships. I, I've been hearing that word, like, three times a day, every day since the Bo Burnham Wh- special came out. What? When does he say that? I haven't, I haven't watched it, so uh, I don't know. I guess I need to rewatch it. Who knows? Maybe he said it in an interview. Who knows? Um, I'm trying to think what else my parents said about being married. Yeah, they just... I just texted my mom because I don't... Oh, good. ...want to be left out. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> we'll see if she replies. My my mom said that she doesn't... There wasn't anything that she wished that she knew ahead of time. My dad said the same, but she, my mom said that she was surprised at how good of a dad my dad is mm-hmm. because um, he met my brother when my brother was two, and um, he was really, really great with him, but she didn't know just how good of a dad he was going to be until like he really started parenting. Um, so that was something that she was like, you know, surprised by, I don't know. A lot of what they were saying, like they were really having to scratch their heads about it. Cause how long between them like dating until they got married? Like what was the time span between that? I've asked them that a few times. I don't remember. I think they were dating for a year and a bit. Um, and then my dad said to my mom, so he, he was moving to Florida and my mom said, we're not moving with you unless we're married. And that wasn't like a, let's get married. It was just like, I'm not moving with you unless we're married. Yeah. And my dad goes, well, we should, we should just get married. That was how we proposed. Um, so for their anniversary, their 28th, 28th or 29th anniversary, um, my dad asked my mom what she wanted and she said a proper proposal. And so he did. <laughs> he reproposed. Yeah. Aww. He got down on one knee and had a whole speech. Uh, so she got her proposal, but yeah, it was, they were dating for a bit. I'm pretty sure they were already living together. Um, and then they got married and now they've been married 33. How old's my brother? 35. So 33 years. Wow. Yeah. I'm excited for your mom to respond. Yeah. I think she might have. Um, so my mom just responded and I said, what do you wish you knew you knew before you got married or advice? And she said to be more loving and understanding towards my husband and children, to think before I spoke so as not to hurt their feelings, remain more calm, and not to sweat the small stuff. Oh, That's so sweet. That's all really good advice. And also, I'm surprised by some of these things, like to think before I speak and not hurt their feelings. I just, uh, like when I think about things that my mom has said, I have never been like, I would, I don't know. 
every parent's going to say something that you're like, oh, that offends me a little bit. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't I can't tell if that happens with your parents because they seem so like, um, I don't know, aware and loving. Yeah. And and open. I've also like made it like whenever they say anything that hurts my feelings unintentionally or offends me. I'll like I say something about it and so they like know to kind of like tread lightly on certain subjects there aren't a lot of things that really offend me so it's like easy for them to avoid that's that the way that whole scenario goes among your family is so different than how it would with mine how would it go with yours um if either of my parents said something that hurt my feelings and I like clapped back about it they would just double down really yeah it would just turn into a fight and now, now it's a little less like that because I'm in therapy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or much less like that. Good. Um, and I have been slowly planting the seeds of feminism yeah. <laughs> among conversations with my parents. I've heard a couple of your conversations that you've had with your mom on the phone. And I'm always very impressed with how you conduct yourself or like you handle those conversations. Really? Yeah. Because like you put your foot down in a way that like isn't like like argumentative you know you just like draw a line in the sand of like what you're willing to talk about in the moment and i'm like fuck, i need to get better about that with like everybody in my life just a little just a little insert when i slept over at liz's on friday (laughs) i woke up and grandpa meowed at gatsby which was adorable in itself and then gatsby like got the signal from from grandpa what that meant and they started grooming each other and i just watched them groom each other for like 15 minutes i was just like laying in bed hungover just like watching them groom <laughs> each other and then we, i got to watch fight night oh my god look at these two oh they started fighting afterward which liz told yeah, me they always happened. they always get into a little, little wrestle little wrestling after they groom there's literally nothing cuter than what's happening right now i'll be posting this picture on our story okay also um, uh at some point in the middle of the night Amelia didn't move like I thought Amelia was maybe dead so so, um I just stared at her for like a good three minutes to make sure she was breathing (laughs) it would be so poetic if I died in your bed I would hate that I I would would I mean I would have to move but you would have to you would have to move my ghost uh, would follow you around that's the holy ghost that is ooh, the holy ghost um, but then another point in the middle of the night, I woke up and I rolled over and Gatsby was fully stretched out in between us. It was a dream. <laughs> he scared the daylights out of me when he jumped up. Every time your cats catch me off guard, I forget for like a millisecond that you have, a, you have cats. So I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> he jumped up in the middle like, of the night. Oh, it's a cat. And he, when I was getting ready on your floor on Friday too, Gatsby surprised me and I did not know it was a cat for like a split second there. I thought there was like some sort of wild animal in your apartment. Uh, anytime I walk into another person's home, I open the door very cautiously. Mm-hmm. Like even, even my boyfriend, when I am entering his home, I open the door like there is a cat that's about to run out that's i mean you get into the habit because i have to god gatsby's gotten so he's so smart he knows when people ring the door that there's an opportunity for him to run into the hallway in about Mm -hmm. 20 seconds he can tell that he can tell who it is based on the the length Uh at which Mm -hmm. it's insane to me yep you're very smart um okay so back into some of these responses i can't imagine marrying someone without living with them first no i it that scared the thought of that scares me i personally 
don't really want to move in with anyone unless we are like openly discussing some sort of future together. Yeah, agreed. Like it doesn't need to be marriage. I would prefer if it was like, you know, we're like, that's an open discussion we're having like, oh, okay, I can see the rest of my life with you. Let's like kind of make sure we're on the same page. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not saying like, let's, let's get married, babe. Like sincere discussions like, okay, are we on the same page about money? Are we on the same page about if we want kids? Like those important things. Are we on the same page about decorating? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we do that together? Totally. Like, and you get people's weird, disgusting quirks when you are with them all the time. Mm-hmm. You just, well, I actually recently saw this TikTok that this woman is explaining that like 70% of the time, like couples don't have the same opinions on like basic things like, you know, finances or like doing the dishes or whatever. And they're just like unsolvable. So at any given time, at least one person in the relationship is making a compromise mm-hmm. uh, like so 70% true. of the time. Yeah. And then she's like, once I realized that I like, if I can tell like my husband is making a compromise for me or I'm not like getting my way on something, like it's a lot easier for me to let it go because I know all like all of these other times where he's making a sacrifice for me or compromising for me because he loves me. Mm-hmm. And it's like not that big of a deal when I make a compromise for him. And I was like, that's so beautiful. And also like a great way or a great reminder, like the world doesn't revolve around you. Well, people get so set in their ways of living when they live alone. And that's the thing. I'm like nervous for if, and when I do live with a partner. Well, my parents were talking about, um, like maybe I could take over the townhouse from them when they, but I can't afford it alone. Like it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not in my budget. And, they were like, well, what if you get like one or two roommates? And I'm like, I would rather scoop my eyeballs out with a spoon than get roommates because I'm so set in my, I like to know that when I leave something on the counter, I wake up and it's on the counter. If I like leave a plate in the sink, I know that I'm going to clean it. And you're I don't the, need to hear it's it only yours. Yep. I don't need to, I don't need to explain, like text them like, Hey, I left a plate in the sink. I'll clean it tomorrow. So I don't hear it from them. Down, you know what I mean? I'm done with having roommates. And so if I'm going to marry someone, I want to know that we coexist well together. I'm very Mm. easy to live with. Like, I'm so low-key. I spend so much of my time in my room. Like, but I don't want to have to ask permission before having someone over. Like, I don't, we need to figure out, like, what kind of communication style we need to have to exist together before we have, like, the promise of marriage. You know, Mm -hmm. that's personal. I don't know. I I could never. I think by the time you're living with someone, those things are easy to fig like yeah you know them well enough yeah. but like I just lived with two of my best friends not just it was like four years ago two of my best friends since we were 12 I lived with them right out of college and they were I mean there was so much going on in that house that I don't need to get into it wasn't about it wasn't about them like I love them to death but like some people you just cannot live with and I think that that's and I know them so well like we all know each other so well, but we didn't know what it was going to be like living together because I really think you get a different side of someone when you're living with them. Because mm-hmm. you just have, you have to just exist in this very small space together. Um, one of my closest friends, we didn't know each other very well before we lived together in college. Wow. And now, like, we're, like, lifelong friends. Anyways, back to uh, 
some of these fun little stories. Um, this one was so sweet. How much better than I ever imagined it would be. Oh, my God. It's from a man. Um, this one was funny. Uh, you're going to spend a lot of time together in 2020 at one in a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> they got married in 2019. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. They got married a few months before COVID. <laughs> so I can only imagine. Um, Holy shit. Uh don't be too proud to be the first to apologize or do the dishes. Oh, love that. Well, these um, are all really great answers. Uh, there's nothing wrong with eloping or just getting married at the courthouse with family. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you're on the same page about important stuff. Money, kids, time spent with family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I feel like everyone's like, and then we're going to spend Christmas with my family. And then you're like, what about m- my that's family. such a huge concern of mine uh, and families take that shit so personally yeah yeah it's just like yeah i've had that conversation with my family a lot it was really sad this year because my brother couldn't come to christmas because of covid mm-hmm. and it was like when my prozac was evening out so i was like mad emotional i, I could not yeah, stop I remember crying that. oh my god i was such a mess about it and like i couldn't even like really reason with why I was such a mess about it I was having a really hard year so I just wanted to see my brother I realized then that like my brother's fiance um her family's never like taken holidays seriously you know so like she just comes every Christmas for us it's never been an issue but like what's really important to me in finding someone is somebody that like has like a very close relationship with their family and I realized I was like there aren't going to be very many more holidays that we're all together and in my like Prozac brain I was like this is the beginning of the end and I was like so sad about it but that's one of those things it's like you have to you have to check so many boxes that you have to figure out what you need to compromise on when you end up with someone long term like everybody has different things that are important to them Mm -hmm. And I talked to my mom about that. I was like, what if like we don't have very many like holidays, like all four of us left. And she was like, well, then we'll like, cross that bridge when we come to it. And like hearing that she wasn't too concerned about it made me feel so much better. But like, I feel like your parents have had to navigate a lot of like unconventional situations. Yeah. yeah. Especially like now, um, look, like being our age and our generation, we're like, that's f- so fucking cool. But at their, like that time, I'm sure like, being surrounded by other people with their own stupid archaic opinions would have been exhausting. Oh yeah. To deal with. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. There's just like when, when you enter, people are always the saying, when you marry someone, you marry the family is so true. true. It's true. My mom's always said that. It's so true. My ex, family is so fucking important to me and for whatever reason i just never clicked with anyone in his family besides his sister and his dad and he has a huge family i was just never able to click with anybody else and that killed me and like it made me not ever want to be around them because i was just like i don't know i just don't it's like exhausting because i have to like try really hard you know and they were like nice enough to me but we never like really fit and i was like if i end up marrying this guy that's that I'm marrying into this. That's my family. Red going to family events for the rest of your marriage. I don't want that. Fuck that. Um, This one says it's all fun and games with your mother-in-law until you get married. Then the claws come out. Uh huh. I would love to hear more about that. I would too. Um, 
listening is critical. Not all situations need to be fixed. Just be present for your spouse. Wow, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Not all situations need to be fixed. That's from a man. So I think that whatever the plane's going by. Um, I think that that's important for men to realize a lot of the times is like, oh, I want to fix whatever is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I say this just because I've only dated men. I don't, but I think in general, people often try to solve your problem because your pain makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. So it's just a natural response to be like, I have to fix your problem. But it's just so much better when someone is just present with you in it. Yes. Men are fixers. Like, yeah. And I, I've kind I, of, I'm adopted a little bit of, of a that. fixer too. too. Yeah. But I've gotten a lot better at being like, all right, what do you need from me right now? I was just about to say, Squints told me, he's like, whenever you need to vent about anything, can you just like tell me when you need me to fix it or if you just need to vent and I'll do that? Because is you can, dudes just want to be like, well, have you tried? And I'm just like, yeah, I fucking tried it. I'm not it's talking so to you about It's so easy this. to naturally, for like naturally in my conversations now with anyone, I'm like, hey, can I vent to you for a second? Yep. Yeah. Because you're, you're like, I'm, I'm not looking for a resolution here. I just want to be angry right now mm-hmm. <laughs> at Extra, someone. Pick that up from you. Oh, good. Yeah. And now, like, like, whenever. Can I get your advice? What do you think? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whenever I just need to vent to Liz, I'm just like, do you have a second to vent? Or like, can I like. Can you gas me up about something for a sec? <laughs> I think just being direct with whoever you're talking yeah. to about that shit because nobody ever Can you knows. Please gas me up. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Fuck Any yeah, day. I'm fucking here for it. I'll do it for free. <laughs> I'll do it if you don't ask. It's <laughs> true. Um having uncomfortable having uncomfortable conversations is how you grow together. I fully agree with that. Yeah. Like the and I, like, I wouldn't have really thought much of that until, like, I have been applying that in my current relationship mm-hmm. of, like, I don't know, I'm going to bring this up. It's time we talk about it or whatever. Growing and pains are real. It goes so well every time. Like, mm-hmm. when you have an uncomfortable conversation, but you're both on the same page of, like, we're a team and I love you. Yeah. Like, it's so, the conversations bring you closer together. It's really hard. I think you and I have both faced this of having experiences and relationships in the past where it's been so scary to have hard conversations. Like, I think you just are automatically on the defense. Yeah. So like, like we, oh, the first time I told you how I felt about something, you fought me about it. We, we exactly. It's like the you get punished for for talking things out mm-hmm. and that makes you not want to bring anything up. Yeah. You just know it's always going to be a fight. Come here. So being sure that you're with someone that you can work through shit with like that. Oh my God. What was that? Such a shit. Come here. Being able to be with somebody, make sure that you're spending your life with somebody that you can like work through problems with is so huge because you're going to be working through the most intimate shit with them for forever. Oh yeah. Especially if you want kids. Yeah. Like fuck. Disagreeing with somebody on how to raise a child. Come on. That sounds so exhausting. And that's why I'm like, do I want kids? I don't even know. You have so much time to figure it out. Yeah. Gramps, I'm Please going stop. to I'm going to hug you so hard you pop. Discuss everything, politics especially. Where does the other person stand especially? Issues that are important to you, finances, children's upbringing. Oh, and it sounds silly, but like circumcising and girls' ear piercings are something too. That's huge. Finances too. It's strenuous when one person is a spender while the other is a saver. Mm. And then the last one I just got, 
Um, marriage isn't just a relationship to be taken lightly. Be prepared to fight for your marriage. And then she sent me a message because I think this expired while she was sending it to me. Oh. And then she just, she had said, to add on to what I sent, too many people now think it's normal to just go through the motions of getting married. If a couple isn't ready to fight for it, then they shouldn't get married. Also, marriage is a true partnership. It's okay for your partner to help with your flaws that you're not too big of a person to deal with issues on your own. There's a reason people have a partner for life. Hmm. I think like this person makes a really good point of like a lot of people are ready for a wedding. They're not ready for a marriage. Uh And like I'm at an age now where I've seen so many people get married very young and like it's make it or break it now. Like couples are, starting to get divorced that I've known yeah and um I like I want to say like that's sad but also like I don't think it's sad because they're doing what's right for them yeah I want them to be happy totally if yeah if you need to get a divorce to make sure that you have your like happiness for the rest of your life then like that's what you need to do but fucking hell divorce sucks yeah going through the process of divorce and that's why it like it makes me so sad seeing people get married so young and you knowing that it's just because that's what they feel like they have to do or they're getting pressure mm-hmm. from their family or they have problems and they think a marriage is going to fix it. It's like, no. I saw a TikTok that just fully encompassed how I see relationships so well. This girl is explaining. So she moved in with her boyfriend and people are like, you bought a house with your boyfriend? Like, that's insane. What happens if you break up? And then she was like, okay, so instead of being a dick about this, like I'm going to explain my mindset. And she was like, if you treat things like buying a house or getting married or having kids as goals, that's a finite mindset. Mm -hmm. Like you're just working towards this goal. And then afterwards there's not a reward and you don't have a plan for afterwards. And like, that's where you just, you fail being happy Mm -hmm. and then if you have an infinite mindset towards your relationship like a finite mindset is like I need to win the game Mm -hmm. and then an infinite mindset is like I let I love this game and I want to keep playing as long as possible that's amazing and like that's fully how I see relationships like because you don't have to do things in any certain order Mm -hmm. for your relationship to be successful or for you to be happy yeah and I think our generation is getting better at challenging those things but it is really hard when it puts a wedge between like you and your family or you and like societal expectations like in the mid 2000s there were like shows dedicated to like uh marriage or wedding competitions oh my god yeah like bride wars Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah or just like um four weddings like it's four different women's weddings and then whichever they vote on each other's wedding and whichever one is the best they get a free honeymoon oh my god and that just sucks to like subject someone's wedding to being judged yeah because at the end of the day it's not about like oh, I didn't really like her dress or like the food was bad or I didn't like the DJ. Like who gives a flying Mm -hmm. fuck because like they're getting married because they love each other and they plan to be together forever. Like, right. Yeah. That's It's just all people. It's like, I really think there's, there's like a biology in that and like who can build like the best nest, you know, it's like 
who's who can like peacock the best that like they have the most and then people can people love judging people on shit like that it's really fucked but it's like really petty and and easy that is exactly why i do not want to have a wedding same same i just like i don't like oh you don't like the food i don't give a fuck like i didn't have this wedding for you i have i'm having it for me i just want you to celebrate with me i have a lot of friends that wish that they didn't spend the money that they spent on a wedding more friends Uh, than not i've definitely heard that i you talking about like the finite goal thing made me think about that quote from soul the pixar movie when he was talking to the um she a trombonist or trumpeter I think it's the trombone trombone Mm -hmm. outside of the club. And he was like, I've been looking forward to this for forever. And now that I'm here, I'm like kind of disappointed by it because like you have this like goal in mind and you get there and you're like, all right, well like now what, you know? And it's like never what you've expected it to be. And she said this, Oh my God, these plates are so noisy tonight. This one's super loud. I'm going to find the quote while this is flying over because I really like it. Um, She said, I heard this story about a fish. He swims up to this older fish and says, I'm trying to find this thing they call the ocean. The ocean, says the older fish. That's what you're in right now. This, said the younger fish. This is water. What I want is the ocean. And then she just walks away. And that quote, I just like got chills again, Raina. Because it's like, it's so true. It's like you spend your whole life looking for something, this like goal, in this case, a, a wedding. And you get there and you notice like it's not really the wedding that you should be celebrating. It's like the love that you should be celebrating and like your moment of getting there and like that you've like worked to get to this moment and like you're here. And I think a lot of people fall into this like competition of like how can we show people like that we really, really love each other? And it's like people know like and if they don't, then like who the fuck cares? There's some sort of correlation between like how much money people spend on a wedding and how little love there is in the marriage like there's a lot of a lot of data that shows and I haven't read the studies but this is something that I've talked about a lot because we have family friends that have spent an unreasonable amount of money on a wedding and like a lot of the time it's to cover up like a lack of something in the marriage when they feel like they need to spend a million dollars on a wedding you Mm -hmm. know and that's not always the case obviously some people just want to spend a lot of money on a wedding and that's totally your prerogative but there are some things that show like a lot of people try to fill a void when they're spending all this money on a wedding. And that's sad because the wedding should be a sign of your love and not like this goal that you're trying to get to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I had just like, I fully agree. And I think that we, everyone knows at least one couple that like shouldn't be married. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wonder if people are listening or like, is it me? It's not you. No, people that are listening, it's not, at least on my camp is yeah, not you yeah, what I'm talking same, about. Same. Yeah, and same for Liz. Not you. Um, um, Liz probably just cut out everything that we just went through with the sex facts. We were trying to find marriage sex facts and they were all garbage. Yeah. There was no sample size information. And then we finally got to Cosmo, which we should have been able to count on for some raunchy, fun sex facts about marriage. And they were all problematic. Yeah, they were deeply problematic. So we're just going to go They're back just to sex like, facts. You can have sex whenever you want, <laughs> which is... Not true. No. That Bye. is objectively untrue hate it if you want to marry someone because you think like you're allowed to have sex with them whenever you want oh i do have some something funny to tell you i saw a tiktok which is my catchphrase now um (laughs) where it's like what's the craziest thing someone's ever mansplained to you and this woman explains that she like uh works in the medical field um and 
she was like trying to like work one of the 24 hour shifts and a man she worked with was very religious and he's like no you can't do that because like you're gonna be on your cycle and uh we don't have a bathtub and then what yeah just like kind of these crazy (laughs) things and then she was like can you explain that to me why you think that and then like his wife said that they could only have sex on holy days which is when you're ovulating probably and all of the other days for the remaining three weeks women are on their period and they need to um take a bath for uh two hours every night (laughs) for (laughs) um just so they can like have they can bleed out and I love that she just like told him this so she could have some fucking alone time. Oh <laughs> and my not god! Have sex with him because that's not true at all. That was like when Ben Shapiro's wife told him that um, wet vaginas were a medical condition because yeah. she probably never gets wet with Ben Shapiro. No. And that's on having Ben Shapiro as a husband. <laughs> um, you heard it oh, here first. So we, I feel like we might. I'm. I had a conversation with a gay man yesterday, a man who has been married, who has been dating his partner for fuck, I think it was eight years. And I asked if he wanted to get married to him. I was like, have you guys talked about marriage? And he was like, I don't know, like marriage is kind of different for us because we like, I can't visit him in the hospital unless we're married. There's like what a visitation the thing. I didn't dig in more t- into it and I want to do more research on it. But that was interesting to me that he called that out as, as something that they have to think about. Yeah. Um, and then tax reasons too. But there was like no real like desire outside of like symbolic for him to get married. I thought it was interesting. I would really love to talk to a, mar- a, a married couple, like a gay married couple. Mm-hmm. I would love, I would just, I, I feel like they, there's a different perspective because it was so recently legal. I feel like as a, hetero person i don't i haven't like this like idea of what the lgbtq community has experienced with like what a marriage is when gay marriage became legal like i don't know i actually how it feels but it's Mm -hmm. like i'm like oh triumphant it's legal and it's like no there's like so much more to it than that and so i really when we do talk to married couples i would love to talk to a gay couple um whether you need a libido adjustment and what to fix depends on whether yours is too low or too high and how much it bothers you and your partner. If you're in a relationship, figure out how your partner feels about your sex drive. Communication all day. Are the two of you completely out of sync or do things match up pretty well? If you and your partner feel a-okay about how much sex you want, chances are your, your libido is just fine. Just keep calm and get it on. That's fair. I think sometimes people are like, my libido is too low and it must be a problem. And it's like, no, it might be okay for your partner. Like, yeah. Just communicate. Yeah. But there are interesting, I mean, there's so many things complain to libido. We've said a hundred times, like. Also, why does it have to be sex? Like you can do other stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, you know. Yeah. Just uh, some some kissing. Kissing and some some touching. Kissing a little little snug. Also, a lot of people's insecurities about their libido a lot of the time comes from past relationships, too. So trying to work through that trauma of like feeling like you're not enough for someone just communicate all Mm -hmm. day communicate Mm -hmm. i feel like this is a good place to end we should get matching communicate tattoos yeah on our foreheads communication no i'll do it on my ribs okay communicate
We should do it on inside of our lips because it's mouths. <laughs> I like that. That's funny. A little tongue tat. Yeah. Uh, oh my, do people get tongue tats? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if something would stay on your tongue. Probably not. Your tongue is always rejuvenating itself. What if we get matching tongue piercings and then our tongue rings say communicate, and then we stick our we'll, tongue out we'll and we're just like, mm. uh, communicate. communicate. Could be our new um, cover for Spotify. <laughs> communicate. Uh, <laughs> that would be a good one. It'd be kind of dope. It'd be like the, um, remember that film, I think it was called 16. I wasn't allowed to watch that. I wasn't either, but the cover was their tongue piercings. Okay. Anyway, we're going to end. I'm losing my goddamn mind today. You, I'm so you've tired. You've done great. Thank you so you've much. You've done a great job. I'm really struggling today, y'all. We've also had like a bit of, there's been a little bit of chaos here today, it feels yeah, like. Yeah, there has been. There always is. It's a weird day though. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. We already said this, but again, at the Holy Hour on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to our Patreon. Subscribe to our Patreon. Um, maybe we'll show a tit one of these days. Oh, you never know. I'm, you know. On on that boudoir tier? Hell yeah. $5,000? $5,000. $1,500 for feet pics. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for listening. We love you so much. We love you, our children. <laughs> Not we'll our never, best. Yeah, we'll never get it right. It's okay. Bye. It's fine. Bye. <laughs>